0: From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ Now, your nonpartisan news source for how the inside workings of Congress and the federal government shape the real world. President Obama releases his final budget plan next Tuesday, but important details about spending for defense, health, and other critical areas are trickling out, providing a preview of where the year's biggest policy and spending fights are likely to occur. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by CQ Appropriations reporter Ryan McCrimmon. The president's fiscal 2017 budget comes out February 9th, and as in past years, I'm sure it'll be declared dead on arrival. But this blueprint in some ways sets the table for Congress and its spending priorities, right?
1: That's right, Adriel. So dead on arrival is really sort of the word of the week. Um, A lot of these proposals that Obama is asking for in his budget have virtually no chance of actually getting enacted, but that doesn't mean that the budget is not important. So it will contain thousands of line items which provide funding for government agencies and programs, and most of these are non-controversial funding for veterans programs, the Secret Service. These will end up in the appropriations bills without much of a fuss for the most part half of the discretionary part of the budget goes to defense, half goes to non-defense. And there's a few uh, there's a few agencies and programs which tend to be the really hot button ones which will cause some of the political fights over appropriations. Uh, the budget is also important in that it sort of shows where the administration stands across the entire spectrum of policy issues and to some extent where Democrats stand. And that's even more important in an election year some of these proposals, as you said, they're, they're dead on arrival, but that doesn't mean that we won't hear about them throughout the year as sort of fodder for both sides in Capitol Hill and on the campaign trail.
0: Defense accounts for almost $583 billion of the budget, and Defense Secretary Ashton Carter told the Economic Club of Washington it's designed to focus on technologies to combat threats like the Islamic State and North Korea. Uh, that would come at the expense of what?
1: They've proposed cutting down on purchasing um, certain close shore combat ships. They're always trying to reduce overhead, sort of administrative costs. They're sort of pivoting away from Iraq and Afghanistan with the idea of focusing on emerging threats. Defense Secretary Ashton Carter has, he tapped Russia as sort of the top of the list of what he called emerging threats. The defense budget sort of reflects long-term thinking of what's ahead on the military front. They've proposed sort of beefing up U.S. military presence in Europe, more support for NATO allies with an eye on Russia.
0: Now, once budget requests and resolutions get turned into actual spending bills, the Republicans say they're going to go old school this year, develop spending plans bill by bill rather than wrap everything into a giant omnibus package, as has been common practice. Why are they going that route?
1: Well, that's always the goal, right, to to do the... Appropriations bills individually. That's how they were intended to be done, and they're always talking about getting back to the elusive regular order. Now, it doesn't happen very often because it's really difficult to do. Passing appropriations bills are often contentious, and when you have these long floor debates where members are free to offer amendments, um, that it often gets bogged down in political fights. So the idea of Of passing individual bills as opposed to an omnibus which is what's happened the past several years is that members can have more input into the bills they can offer amendments have much more say in providing funding for specific agencies and and departments and when everything gets wrapped into an appropriations bill those are crafted by leadership behind closed doors passed in a, in a matter of days without any amendments, sometimes before some members even know what's in the bill. So it's not an ideal way to do it. And Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell have really sort of set their focus on getting back to that idea of regular order, passing individual bills this year. Doesn't mean it's very likely. In fact, the idea of, of doing all 12 bills is it's not going to happen. Although if they, if they do a few, even if they do three or four, it'd still be a big step up from recent years.
0: It's funny because last year's budget deal sent top-line spending numbers for fiscal 2017, which in theory should make this whole exercise a lot easier, but you're suggesting it won't be. It
1: will. It takes one big obstacle off the table. That was the main hold-up last year was that Democrats were not happy with the overall spending levels, so they essentially stymied all progress in the, in the Senate um, until they got this budget deal which provided much higher top-line spending levels that I mean that so that is no longer a problem this year but that doesn't mean that the appropriations process will be easier there will still be plenty of haggling over individual agencies um, and, and programs and there's always the possibility of contentious riders which will which are usually the most problematic part of the whole process
0: Now, you've written about zombie riders, uh, contentious language about abortion, immigration, what have you, that were fought over during the last spending cycle and that are likely to resurface in the next batch of bills. Uh, Tell us a little bit what proposals were expecting to see, and what's more important for congressional Republicans? Is it getting the spending bills enacted, or is it using them as leverage to push their policy goals?
1: Yeah, you'll see a lot of the same uh, provisions come back. Republicans are trying to roll back re- EPA regulations like the Waters of the United States ruling. Um, you'll see some attempts to roll back labor regulations or financial um and that's the question that you asked, which is more important. is That's really the big question of the year and to some extent every year. Um, will, does someone like Mitch McConnell place more priority on getting bills through the House and Senate and to the president and actually signed into law? Or does he prefer to use the appropriations process as sort of a political messaging in an election year so that's that's will be very interesting to watch which he thinks is a more effective strategy you know Mitch McConnell's goal this year is really to retain his Senate majority for next year in the 2016 elections and it's interesting to see whether um, passing bills and getting them enacted you know showing that the Senate is back to work as they often say or using them using these bills to push uh, Republican policy priorities which they will which they think is a more effective political strategy this year
0: CQ's soon-to-be-overworked appropriations reporter, Ryan McCrimmon, on the President's final budget submission. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for listening. Join us on Budget Day next Tuesday when we'll dive into the details of the budget submission with Budget and Economics Editor Jane Norman. Until then, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CQ Now, and you can download our podcast for iPhones on iTunes and for Android on SoundCloud.